Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Potato, the show where we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information and advice. And today I'm absolutely delighted. Ren is on the show. How are you doing, my man? Good to spend some time with yeah, Trevor. Yeah, it's been We've a while, isn't it? We've known while. each other a long time. Years, oh years, God. I know. I think the last time I saw you, you were heading off on some excursion around the world somewhere. I don't know, that was about oh. five years ago, six years ago. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so you're here today, mate. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, pleasure. And, uh, I, Ren's... I, I love... Some of the, the you like this. Yeah, he, he likes this. He does shows. I'll talk. Oh, he does his talks. I'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, so you're heavily involved in the Potato Expat stuff. Too heavily. Too heavily involved. <laughs> okay. But before we talk about that, and and if you're not sure what we're talking about, we're going to talk about a club there. That's it's a really powerful club. Really good. Definitely one that you should come down and get involved in. But we're also going to talk about uh, Rose. Uh, she's got an art exhibition coming out in the, in the near lady, future. Yeah. Yep, so we're going to talk about that. But before we dive into all of that... You might be able to see some of her artwork in the background. You, they, they, you didn't stage this by any chance, did you? Yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> so before we get into that, where are you from, me? I'm originally from Australia. Oh, I'm well, Australian. Australian. Okay. I'm originally born onto a small farm west of Sydney. Was you? Was yeah, until I was 14 then? years old. So yeah. Doing all the things like feeding the calves. And yeah. yeah. Wow. Some stuff. Yeah. So you grew up on the farm. Yeah. Is that where your where your career path carried on in the farming, uh, or did well, you change? Well, no, I always did really well at school, so I ended up, you know, getting a scholarship to did go you? to university. I did a PhD under scholarship. And PhD. Yeah, 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 a bit so, like me then. Yeah, no, yeah. nothing like you. <laughs> nothing like me. <laughs> I think PhDs I have on my on my pizzas. It's extra <laughs> topping. Extra yeah, topping. You have PhD with the pineapple, right? Is that what it is? I don't know. It just tastes good. That's why I'm fat. <laughs> so you you you've carved out your career now, and then obviously now you're here in Thailand. When did you first come to Thailand? Uh, I first came here when I was about 48. Wow. When I was, I asked a woman in Australia to marry me. She said no. I went into a very deep depression. I thought I've got to get out of the country, not see her, get away. And then my friend, my then friend, he actually died a few days ago. He, he actually said, uh, you know, let's stop in Thailand on the way there and the way back. And that was life changing for me yeah. because I realized there were different styles of women in the world than I was used to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so. Then I ended up moving to Thailand a couple of years later, and uh, one of the reasons, one of the supposed reasons, was to avoid uh, lower my tax burden uh, because I was on track to make tens of millions of dollars from property development in Western Australia, telling my investors the only thing that could stop you making a lot of money is the collapse of the world economy. And then, you know, 2008, 2009, world economy <laughs> collapse. So. <laughs> so it all went to something. Yeah, well, not just for me. I mean, millions of people around the world yeah. were terribly affected by that. So yeah. Wow. So 48, first time here. Yeah. Eye-opening? Hugely eye-opening. So how many years back was that? When, when, we, when were you for how long? It's about, uh, well, I'm, I just turned 67, so that gives you an idea. Wow. Yeah. So 20 years ago yeah, nearly. Yeah, yeah, nearly 20 years Fantastic. Ago. So what was your thoughts? When I first when came you first to Thailand, got here. I thought, beauty, beauty, mate. <laughs> Women look at you and smile. They look at you as your potential asset rather than, oh, it's a guy who's probably a problem. Right? Yeah. You, some I'm guessing they Western were. Western women and like that, you know, it's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fussy, right? You know, very fussy. Can you remember the first go-go bar you went in? I can, yeah, yeah. Which one was it? It doesn't exist anymore, so it's no use, te it's no use tempting me with that knowledge. Which one was it? I think it was World Ago Go or something. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I bet that was uh, jaw dropping. Uh, yeah, not yeah, jaw, saliva, <laughs> everything. Yeah. So you obviously got over the shock, and you you adjusted. I mean, when you came here at forty eight, obviously that was a holiday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
what gave you the inclination to say to yourself, do you know what, I'm actually going to move out here? Well, uh, there was a couple of factors, but one of the factors was I, you know, I didn't really want to ever see this woman again who turned me down for marriage, and I, and I, you know, what this depression. You know, guys, you know, it seems like when relationships break up, women tend to, you know, they feel down, but then they start to pick up. But often guys go in the other direction. They're like the next day, they're just like, oh, I'm okay, and then do 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 do. So uh, yeah, so the big thing that started to pull me out of that was deciding I could never see her again, and really there was. My mother was dead, my brother was dead, my father was dead, you know, it was nothing keeping me in Australia. Yeah, and so. here you are nearly 20 years later. Here I am ne nearly 20 years later. Yeah. Best thing I ever did for myself was move to Pattaya, uh, not Pattaya, but Thailand generally. And by mm. the way, I sometimes talk to Australian women who've moved here and they're really happy here. And I said, do you think more Australian women would move here if they knew the sort of life they could have in Thailand? And they say, absolutely, mm. absolutely much more social yeah much more uh, friendly uh, safe i mean like when i lived in bangkok for a year and a half i could justifiably walk home at three o'clock in the morning by myself and justifiably feel perfectly safe yeah yeah how many places in the, in the world can you do that well if i took you back to southwest london you wouldn't be wanting to do that no well even <laughs> when i lived in the suburbs in sydney you know if you walked home at 10 o'clock at night, yeah. you were the only person in the street. Yeah. Only, wow. It only requires one you know, mug layer in a car yeah. to come past with bad intentions yeah. and you could be effed up, right? So you're, so you're here, yep. relaxed, chilled out, doing nothing, just making the most of your time or you're rushed off your feet doing loads of things you never thought no, you would I, do? No, I have lots of projects. My, <laughs> I know it does. My background is writing, so I've, I've got a, you know, a backlog of things I've written. By the yeah. way, I do have a website, renlexander.com. I'll just drop it in, mate. Yeah, I'll just put a free plug in. Right? Here's the money. <laughs> what was it called? Re my name, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> renlexander.com. There you go. Have a look. We'll put, we'll put the comment, uh, the link in the comments for you. He says that. But no, no, I will. I'll do it. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> so you do your writing, but yeah. you're also heavily involved in what's known as the Patea Expats Club. I mean... Tell me a bit about that, about how it was formed and how it's, you know, what it offers and what the benefits are for people that are watching this. If you come, especially to Pattaya, the expat club scene, very big here. Now, now it tends to be dominated by the Pattaya City Expats Club. And uh, even, even post-COVID, our record, we had a new record attendance with Barry Upton and Coco Zoo. Oh, okay. The very, very sexy Coco Zoo was 94 people, which post-COVID was the most we've had That's but great, going yeah. back with your mate mine darren mcgarry the late yeah, darren mcgarry yeah, rest in peace uh yeah lovely lovely guy good friend uh he he just happened to be giving a talk when there was a bit of a visa kerfuffle all right yeah and 177 people came to his talk brilliant 177 the record brilliant and uh, he gave a lot of talks to the club. Great friend of the club. Mm. And that's another thing. See, you want to know about visas. You want to know about, you know, banking in Thailand. You want to know about any aspect in, in Thailand. You go to the club and you can always ask questions of the people there that have lived there for a long time. Because we have a, like a main speaker, sometimes a second speaker. And there's what they call open forum where you can ask questions. And most, mostly all my friends come directly or indirectly through the Pattaya City Expat Club. As I said to them once, mm. I said, you're all riffraff, but you're a better class of riffraff than most of the people <laughs> in Pattaya. So the guys that are thinking about living out here and, and considering retiring out here or coming out here to work, 
I mean, that must be a really valuable source of information. I mean, because obviously we've got the websites, etc., but quite often they contradict each other, whereas you've got people here on the ground actually sat in front of you saying, right, I can help you. Yeah, yeah, well, and there's no... So the, I recommend you go to the pcec.club website, and they have all sorts of information. They're very up-to-date. Uh, guy who runs it, Darren, does a great job. And also it has, for instance, recommended businesses and mm -hmm. things like that. You know, you say, I need a painter put it up your hand in open form, I need a painter or whatever it is, or I need my car repaired or... Did yeah. you notice my hands have stayed down? <laughs> <laughs> you you don't is, want to see me This with a is one of the things. In Australia, the price of tradesmen is like sky high. Yeah. They'll charge you to make a quote in really? Australia. Oh yeah. No, that's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. But here it's like, you know, you can get you know very competent tradesmen, get a recommended one like at, through the club or somewhere. Yeah. And they're Charges are really reasonable. So the recommended ones, are they the, the tired paint and decorators that don't actually sleep all day? <laughs> They're the ones that actually turn up and do the job, are they? <laughs> the joke is, is out here, like, we, there's no time like tie time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, uh, you're on tie time now, right? They say, I'll be there. <laughs> I actually discovered, actually, Rose mentioned this. She's from Myanmar, but she, she's worked in Thailand and stuff. And she said, she said, I went to a place and they said they open in the afternoon and they're going to have... A roast goose or whatever, duck. Yeah. And and I, I said, well, I went there. And she says, no, no. Afternoon in Thailand starts at three o'clock. <laughs> it does take some getting used to. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. used to drive me mental. Like, I'd say to someone, I'll meet you at, say, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be there and you're like, where are you? And, and they just wouldn't turn up. And then yeah. you ring them and they, they get angry because you're yakking them, saying, dude, come on, I'm here. And they're, yes, yes, just wait. You're like, no, mate. Oh, God, it does take some getting used so when does the SPAC Club meet? Uh, at the moment, it's meeting on a Wednesday morning at the Holiday Inn. Again, the website has the most up-to-date information. Mm -hmm. We used to meet on the Sundays, which was, well, we all love, we all want to go back to the Sundays. But in, because of the COVID era, it got pushed onto Wednesdays yeah. so that they can reserve it for luring ties down from Bangkok to go to music festivals. There's a lot coming down, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So you go, you go down John Chen Beach Road on a Saturday, Sunday, it's rammed. Yeah, yeah. So... We're very lucky. We had a great have a great relationship with the Holiday Inn. It's a great venue, uh, but we would love to go back for Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch this space. It might be a Sunday. Ooh. So, is it open to people that are here on just on holiday that might be yeah, exploring yeah, and thinking yeah, about things? Absolutely, people come in. They're, they're thinking they might move here. It's open. It's open to everybody. And uh, typically, people come in. They they said I'm. They go up to the Holiday Inn breakfast place and say I'm going to the club, and then they get charged this beautiful buffet breakfast. You know, in a, in a very, very elite hotel, it's only 250 baht, all you can eat and stuff. And then they come down to the meeting. And, 250 baht, all you can eat. Some people sneak in, they go up to the whole, to the, they go up and say, oh, I'm going to the, I'm going to the expat club meeting, really. And they just have the buffet breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So you meet every Wednesday. Yep. And you mentioned earlier Except about... Except Songkran, when we're all hiding oh. from the water. Okay. Do you know what? That's a hot topic at the moment in Discord. In, in our, mm -hmm. We've got a group called Discord, which is like an online forum. Mm. And they're asking about Songkran. And I keep saying, no, I'm out. I'm not even close to going to it. I hate oh, it. No. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's much worse here than it is, yeah. as far as I know. I, I went 100%. to, to, to uh, Songkran in, say, Chiang Mai. It's quite charming. Every, it's only a couple of days. Yeah. It's not like... Eight, nine days like it is here and they just everybody participates has fun they throw normal water over you not ice cold water like yeah. they throw here yeah and uh, you'll get these drunk guys like 
oh, you're a fuddy-duddy, you don't like, you know, having ice-cold water over, thrown over here. <laughs> no, people I, I feel sorry for are the people like on BART buses go, oh, they're a huge going target. to work. They're a target, they're, yeah. They're on a, this open yeah. BART bus and they get ice-cold water thrown on yeah. the way to work. It's like, would you like that done if you were standing at a bus yeah, stop? Yeah, I know, yeah, it's yeah. awful. It's wow. awful. And, and like, you, you're very you're very spot on with what you're saying. I mean, like, I do it in Krat. So when I go home, I go see my family in Krat. We have a song up there. And people come, they gently put the powder on you and they'll, they'll yeah. pour a little bit of water in it. Here, they've got the power guns. Bosh, have some of that, mate, and toss the... It yeah, is carnage. Illegal so, uh, power guns, too. Probably. Yeah, yeah, they get arrested. Because yeah, well, traditionally, it was like the start of hot season. You'd put your hand out and <laughs> ties would pour water on it. Yeah. And, that, and then you'd dab water on yourself to cool yourself. That don't happen now. Hot, hot season. <laughs> they I get have, them blue tubes, the power, the power yeah, guns. Oh, I, I have occasionally confused ties... By by they're about to throw water and go and then and some of them actually go oh oh you, you know what to do <laughs> but uh, the final day of song crown here is fine everybody's yeah. into it it's crazy yeah. it's noisy eighteen and nineteen but are great days but the, but the build leading up. up to that because it's only supposed to be like a two day festival yeah. in different parts of Thailand and it yeah. rotates not here but here they start when the first part of Thailand. Has a, has a song crown and they end. Well, it's the, the monk's journey. Time. It's the, the monks come down from Chiang Mai. So the day mm. they start, it takes them 10 days to get here. Mm. So instead of waiting and then just wait till they get and then celebrate, they start straight away the day that they leave. And it's like mm. crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. so apart from the expats club and, and other stuff you're doing, you're, uh, you're, you're doing stuff with, with Rose, with the art, aren't you? Yes. So I came into a relationship with Rose in one of those sort of COVID periods. I was up in. Bangkok, and she was working at the Myanmar embassy before the junta took over in Myanmar, right? So we came into a relationship. She'd come down here on weekends, etc. And she started sharing her story with mm -hmm. me, which is mm -hmm. heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. She was a... It's a we'll put the link in the description Myanmar, below. MyanmarRose.com, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll put it in there. I mean, to, to basically just to bring you up to speed... I was invited very kindly by Ren to, to chat with Rose. Um, she's been through a horrific, like unbearably awful time. Um, I don't want to talk about it now because it will deflate what we're talking about, but it's extremely serious. And have a look, have a look, you know. But the nice side, the good side is that despite what's been a, a heinous, horrific part of her life, she's come through the other side now and now is, is, is attending her attention all to the art. Yeah, well, then she just, I happened to take her to an art show. Uh, a friend I knew, and she didn't really want to go, but then she's standing, she's looking at the art, and something clicked inside, mm -hmm. her, and the next day she picked up a pencil and started drawing, and she started painting, and if you can see it behind us is some of yeah. The, yeah. her artwork. But um, then she gave a talk at the club about her life, and the background was art, mm. uh, heart-rending art about her life, mm. and uh, it was eerie when she gave the talk. I mean, you could have, that expression, mm. you could have heard a pin drop, could have heard a pin drop. People were like, "Oh, well, to be honest with you, I mean, I I couldn't do the interview. Now, that's why I'm with you now, is because I spoke this morning about it, and it's been really playing heavily on my mind. Because I'm a upbeat kind of like laughy jokey kind of guy, and this is anything but upbeat, laughy mm. or jokey. So I, I just couldn't do it, and I just I couldn't get my head around it. But the but the art that she's doing, she's got an exhibition coming up. Yes, well, it, long story, but uh, cut out all the details. She's got an art exhibition, Bangkok. Art and Culture Centre, the most prestigious art venue in Thailand. She's got it, and it's on the 8th of March, which is International Women's Day. And her story is really powerfully about mm. the terrible issues that mm. women and children can face and 
Mm. It touches on things like international slave trading, etc. So you're, if you're around, please come and support Rose. It starts at like one o'clock in the afternoon. It goes through till nine o'clock at night. So um, yeah, it must be very proud for you to stand there and see that Rose has had the opportunity there to not only create the artwork that she's done, but also to share her story and share it very publicly because this is a, yeah. a situation that is often brushed under the carpet or it's you know looked yeah. down upon it quite rightly. But it's you know it's it's great that she's come through the other side and, and the artwork is uh, is very impressive. Yeah, well the thing about it is that. Uh, one of the themes for this show is that what called the screen. You know, when when she was in, when she'd been slave traded, she, you know, she, nobody could hear her screams, or the only people who could hear her screams were the people causing them. And then now people have a chance to hear the scream and to see the mm. scream at the art show and stuff. If you got to, the best thing you could do to honour International Women's Day is to go to Rose's exhibition. And if you can't go, guys, have a look at the, the website below in the description and, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see for yourself, guys. It really is incredibly uh, yeah, moving. Her 50-minute talk is on, uh, is on her website, Me and yeah. My Rose, and so the video that I did, the one-and-a-half-minute video that... That was it. That was me done. <laughs> that was me done. I was all good to go until I watched that, and that was it. And I was like, and I rang, I rang you this morning, and I said to you, look, mate, I just... I can't do Rose justice by interviewing her because it's just I, I'm too clumsy, too stupid, too laughy, jokey to give her the platform that she deserves. So, uh, but have a look, have a look, guys. It's there, and it's it's very, very serious. You're obviously, um, you know, you're a busy guy. You've been here a long time, nearly 20 years. I mean, in terms of that side of things, I mean, how do you relax now? What what do you do? Do you ever get time to chill out? I mean. Uh, well, I'm not preparing for Rose Sarge. It's, it's surrounded by artwork. <laughs> uh, it's been really, really full on because yeah. we only got the details of it a couple of weeks ago and then I'm doing press releases and videos yeah. and all sorts of stuff for that. Don't point so, at me. It's not my fault. <laughs> could I, you sent me the video. Everything's his fault. He's a media person. It's He's even done his makeup. Look, he did, he did no, the makeup. No, I didn't do, you? do any makeup. It's just a rumour. Look, look, if I do this, see me makeup. Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, now, uh, I mean, why would... From my point of view, I don't really want to live anywhere else. I'm not a great traveller. I travel when there's a reason to. I've been back to Australia like six days in the last ten years. Oh, yeah, six days. And that was to move around important stuff that was in storage. No relatives. Really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think definitely every, many, many people would be happier if they came to Thailand. Like in Australia, people are so spatially separated, okay? They, they just... It's hard to get out and socialise. If you're in Sydney, the tolls and public transport. Public transport in Bangkok is brilliant, and here it's brilliant too mm. in its own way. So BTS is fantastic. It's much easier to get together. It's cheap to go out and socialise. Like Australia, going out and socialise is expensive. Is it? Yeah. There's great musical bands here. Pretty much anything you want to do, you can do in, in Thailand now. Especially when I first came in here, the internet, you had to go to a, you know, Internet cafe. Cafe or something. Yeah. Now it's like everywhere. What was your first computer? ZX Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> so have you travelled much around Thailand as well? Yeah, no, I, I've been, I always say I lived in Bangkok for mm. a while. I've been to, um, I've been to uh, Jom Tien and Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I I've like Jom Tien. We're in Jom Tien. Actually, actually, if you go to the PCEC on YouTube, you'll well, find... Well, you stop dropping all these links. You'll find a good thing on I did on the hidden delights of 
uh, Petier and Johnbury, where it's all, all the... I watched that video. Yeah, you was, sent me the link. Yeah, I watched good. that video. I mean, it's, you it's, didn't do too bad, actually. Don't oh, right. I didn't do too bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you need no, to brush up on your Mai, You know, Chiang Mai is delightful. Don't go when it's really polluted. Yeah. Uh, and... I've been, uh, oh, I went to the Ghost Mask Festival in Boy Province. That's really wow, unique. Not, uh, yeah, yeah, re really unique. There's really a thing on it. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> no, I, oh, actually, no, I did. I skipped past that bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really unique thing where people wear all these ghost masks and it's, yeah, many, many unique things in Thailand. Do you know, I, have you ever been to the. Are you here, Lopbury? Lopbury? I've gone up and helped teach English camps up in Lopbury. Have you been to the Hell Camp? Up in um, up near uh, the Hell Hell's Garden. Yeah, with yeah. the big tall statue in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. mental, isn't it? I'm going to do a video of that because I'm in, I'm doing a series at the called Ninety Minutes from Pattaya. Yeah, yeah. So I'm off out and about, and I'm going to go yeah. there. He'll be raiding things from my video. I no, I won't be raiding anything <laughs> from your video. I'm raiding Google. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm raiding Google. No, no. And this is the thing. It's like I knew one guy who's here for eight years, and he only went across. The other side of Sukhumvit Road once. I mean, that's crazy. There's so many delights. Yeah, but and in, fact, in fact, if it wasn't beaches here, I think this would be known as a lake district. There's lots of beautiful but lakes. But I did, I did eventually go over Sukhumvit Road. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're near at the end. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. I'm oh, going to yeah. ask you one question. I'll ask everyone this question. Now, you've been here 20 years, nearly, nearly. So I'm hoping you can give me a bit more than, uh, you know, have fun. There's a guy on the aeroplane, he's just landed, he's just got here with his suitcase and his bags and everything. I said, right, put your gear down there, son. Come and sit here and I'm going to step out of the way. What would be your words of wisdom to someone that's never been to this city before? I would say, firstly, do go to the expat club because that's a source of information. Do watch my video on understanding Thailand. That's a really big help because a lot of people don't understand how they think differently from how Thais think. So that's a very, 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 very good tip because Thais, with their Buddhist background, you don't realise, no matter how atheist you are, you've been influenced by Judeo-Christian background. And oh my no, seriously. You the don't get political. That's not political. Is it not? It's, it just our, it. it's, our, it's our mind frame. It? So we think of morality as black and white, right? Thou oh, shalt, yeah. thou shalt not. The Ten Commandments, right? Very black and white. Thou shalt not commit adultery, right? It's black and white. Thais do not think black and white. They think in very grey terms. The Buddhist, eight, Buddhist Eightfold Path, right attitude, right concentration, right relationship, right occupation, etc., etc. And that can be very grey. Do you know what, what what's, what's right speech? Well, <laughs> lying, if it gets support for your sick buffalo up country, lying is okay. That's right speech, right? We don't think like that. So you got to... The poor guy, he's, he's getting his, his case and going back to the airport. No, I, I, no don't, don't. You just need it's to... easy. Summarised is go down soy six. Have a great time. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of places you can go and have a great time. Be patient, right? Don't just chill, you know. Tie time, tie attitude. Smile, especially <laughs> Russians. Start smiling, okay? Don't... Just, right, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> we're done now. Thank you very. It's been a pleasure, my man. He's never coming back. To it's been a pleasure. Again. I will put all the links to all of the all the shout-outs he's been giving. All of like five hundred of them. Uh, I will put all the links down below, guys. And if you do come out, remember every Wednesday, do go down to the club. I've been there a couple of times. It's it's actually really cool. A lot of very knowledgeable guys there. Uh, so you know, just pop yourself down there and go and say hello. And uh, start him off on his. So when you land in Patea, what do you what are you meant to do? Start him <laughs> off on that again. All right, that's it for me. That's it for me. Thank you so much, me. It's been been a pleasure, <laughs> guys. All the links for everything will be down below. If you are here and you're up in Bangkok, go and support Rose with what she's doing. So it's, it's an incredible journey she's been on, and uh, you know just just have a look at that, guys. And uh, 
The other thing I would say to people who come for Pattaya the first time, check out this guy's videos, <laughs> right? Because there's lots of information and things on interesting places, etc. Et All right, thanks, mate. I'll pay you later. <laughs> I owe you from the other one earlier. <laughs> on. All right, so there we are. That's it, guys. And uh, hopefully you've enjoyed today's video. And like I say, you know, go down to the, to the uh, Expats Club. Have a look at that. It really is good fun and uh, you'll learn lots. All right, there you go. That's it for me. Thank you very much for watching. Please, as always, guys, remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when we bring out a new video. Have a look in Discord. Discord, there's literally thousands and thousands of members there. It's totally free of charge. Doesn't cost you thing. You can ask all these kind of questions, get loads and loads of answers from experienced people. So have a look on that. If you'd like to have a look on our website, now we've got a member section. That's definitely worth having a look at because that's where we do go down to 46 and we don't have to worry about anything like this and uh, other stuff like that. So have a look on our members area, guys. And uh, that's it for today. Thank you very much for watching. And please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe. Thank <laughs> you.